Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
flower breaking. Silk my friend that had a long about it 
our actions contradicting our desires. You know, uh, one of my um, one of my partners, you know, he posted a a, a good uh, topic. He's like my bro, though, Satori. He talked a real good. Uh, he had a video about your actions. Con- I mean, your um, your actions contradicting your desires, or something to that effect. But um, my take on it is basically this: um, a lot of us want because a desire is basically a want, but a want is a desire to like the tenth degree. But a lot of us want or desire a certain thing, but in order to lead up or to attain this certain thing or desire, we have to walk a certain path. But the path that we need to walk to attain this desire isn't the path that we necessarily want or desire to walk in order to attain what it is that we truly desire. So um, usually we make allowances for deviations in the course, which is totally wrong. You know, um, you can't attain C by going from A to D. You know, you just can't really do that. It's not that. It doesn't happen that way because you're going to sidestep. And then when you usually, when you start sidestepping to, to, to find a shortcut, then you never really stop sidestepping. You're always going to keep sidestepping. So you, it's, to your best interest to go from point to get to from point A to point Z from going B from B C and all the way through. Point being um point being is my belief in it is 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 is, is, is this that um the path there is no great giant chalkboard in the sky with our destiny already wrote out on it. Uh, you know, we are the masters of our universe, and therefore we can change our reality anytime we see fit. But there is a predestined plan for us once we discover what our true talent is. Once we discover what our calling is and our true talent is, then we can, by uh, an organic process, we can begin to walk in or become the person that the universe or the God of your understanding desires for you truly to be. But there is steps which is called inspired action. You know, um, there are steps that you have to attain, that you have to go through in order to manifest, in order to get the clarity or to get the understanding or the understanding of who it is that you're attracted to be. So um, these steps can't be skipped, can't go around. You have to follow these. And if you don't go to, to step two or step one, you're going to be going to step 1A, step 1B, step 1C, step 1C, step 1E, and so on and so forth. So that's another lesson, but our actions contradicting our desires, which basically, it basically just boils down to are you walking or are you really going in the direction that you need to be going in order to manifest itself of your true desires. Meaning that if you want to be a lawyer, are you really going to go to a law school you ain't never really heard of in order to get your uh, diploma or your training, or are you going to go to an accredited law school 
with a, a, a high reputation. You're going to go to the accredited law school with a high reputation first because that's a necessary step. You know that as a necessary step in order to attain your true desire. So, you know, why do we continually sidestep or try to find an easy path in order to 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 attain the to attain our 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 true self, our this our self of the future that we really are desiring, you know, for lack of better terms. You know, we take every shortcut that we can in order to get to our end point, which never really gets us to our end point. It only prolongs the process. So if we take inspired action towards our desire and we're not on a track or on a record or on a road that we really desire, that's how we know, or that's really easy for us, it's really hard. That's how we know for a fact that we are walking, working or walking towards our uh, our goal because nothing ever, nothing attained was ever attained easily or overnight. You feel me? It took hard work and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and that's what's going to happen in order for you to attain your ideal self. So, you know, our actions have to be in line on the same vibe with our uh, um, our uh, our desires. So, you know, that was a my take on the first topic, and uh, I believe we got somebody that just joined in the, the in the case, you know, online with uh, the talk hour. Well, not really the talk hour. We just we just I'm just shooting the breeze right now. Anybody want to say something or or want to say what's up to the host or anything, they feel free. The lines is open. You can say something or, you know, I can just keep on on the topic. Well, I just wanted to say hello. Uh, this is Bishop Antonio Briscard of Los Angeles, California. He's calling in oh, okay. and say hi. I'm listening. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right now I'm really just talking about uh, a couple topics. You know, really, God, it's a pop-up show, so, you know, I didn't really um, get to put the word out there, so I was just doing it for the tape. You know, and the first topic I was going in on, which was um, our actions. Country, uh, one of my friends, one of my friends had a, a, a video out, which was talking about our actions contradicting our desires, and I was basically putting my two cents in on, on that on that uh, subject. Our actions contradicting our desires, because you know, to attain our ideal self, we don't usually um, walk. In our in the, in the in the chosen path, in order to attain our ideal self, we like to take shortcuts, and shortcuts doesn't lead us anywhere but sideways. Yeah. We don't never stop. We don't never stop walking sideways when we take shortcuts. We, we take another shortcut to get out of that shortcut, and we forever are going sideways when the path that was laid out there for us was right there before us, but it was a hard you know left instead of going the easy right. So we went the easy right instead of the hard left, and then we forever end up sidetracked. And that's when we don't feel comfortable with our with where we are, and that's when we have to have either a midlife crisis or or other crisis in order for us to get back on uh, on track. And uh, well, where I left off before um, <clears throat> before breaking you on was basically that you know inspired action. Our inspired our actions have to be in line or in vibe with our desires. If our actions are our inspired action is in line with our desires, then Hard work is the product, you know, hard work, desire, determination, all that is the product. All that is what's going to lead us into our, our desired self. If it seems like we're going in a too easy route and it's 
no work being done there, usually you're going to hit the wall somewhere. That's just my experience. You're going to hit the wall because you're, you're not walking the, 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 the correct path. Nothing is easy. Everything is takes some kind of work in order to attain it. So that's my take on it. <clears throat> Yeah. What was well, anybody on? Nah, well, no, nah, I was just doing it for the tape. You feel me? That, that's all I was really doing. If people join in, they join in. Cause I got a lot of, I got a lot of topics that I could chime in on. Where, where, and whereas people would get my private conversations, and I yeah. give this to them, they was like, "You should really put this out there." So I just decided because I usually do a show on Mondays, but you know, through the scheduling conflicts, I can't do the show. So I decided just to, you know, this would be as good as time as any is to start doing what people basically ask me to do, which is time, chime in on a lot of these uh, relevant topics that's out there. But um, one that I could go into with you on, um, since uh, I got you on the line, is the the, the, the homelessness situation because, you know, um, wow. that's what they got me talking about um, earlier on the show earlier, you know, okay. the, um, the the mission Basically, not really the mission. To, if you wanted to elaborate on the, uh, what you did on Friday, a little bit of what you did on Friday, you know, introduce because this is a tape show, and um, a lot of people get the archives. You know, I'm gonna put the archives out there. So if you wanted to go in on what the mission was on Friday, what it was really about, and then what happened, and then what are you plan on, and then how's your take on the our, the homeless situation and. Um, and I'm not really want to plan on what you're doing, want to do about it, but if if you want to elaborate or if you want to lay down what you plan on doing about it in the future, then you can just you can go ahead. The platform is yours. Okay. Yeah, first of all, my name is uh, Bishop Antonio Briscoe. I'm with Abundant Life International Fellowship uh, based out of Florida, but I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm the state bishop for the state of California. Uh, Friday, this past Friday, that just passed, uh, March 20th, 2015, uh, I had the pleasure of going out to Skid Row, downtown Skid Row. It's called Open Door Skid Row Ministries. And what happens in Open Door Skid Row Ministries is that they, it's a lady by the name of Evangelist uh, Jodin Hughes. She goes out there and she feeds the homeless and she gives them an inspired word from God out of the Bible. So with this particular event that she had going on i made contact with her earlier in the week i believe it was tuesday she booked me in and i was to appear as a special guest to speak so when i went down there the first thing i the first the first thing that i saw when i parked my car around the corner from fifth and san pedro was the surrounding area there were tents everywhere the sidewalks were were paved with grime dirt uh, urine, feces everywhere. It just, it was just a place of, it looked like a place of death. It looked like a place of no hope. So I had originally went down there with a plan, a plan that I'm going to speak on a specific topic. But what had happened is that on a Thursday night before I went Friday is that I received a revelation that, hey, you're not going to actually, you shouldn't actually speak of that, but you should speak on another topic. And long and behold, when I get down there, I was telling you guys earlier about the grime, the feces, and the urine that was everywhere about this place looking like complete death and complete uh, a place of hopelessness. 
this particular subject that I was um, had the divine revelation to speak about was very appropriate. It was a subject speaking about uh, the transformation of your mind, renewing your mind. And even before I spoke and when I got on 5th and San Pedro, the faces, the people, it, it, it was just a, a situation to where I advise everyone, if you can, just, if it's not in Los Angeles, wherever you are, just go see where the homeless are. Just see the area where where they are. Uh, we think that we're living bad. You have no idea until you've seen these people live. These people are very desperate. They're hopeless, and they don't they don't have any hope of even carrying on. Their hope is a pack of cigarettes, uh, uh, some drink, and possibly some drugs. Um, and it was just a sad situation. But when I received the opportunity to actually speak to these people, it seemed like for that particular moment in time, their whole mindset had changed. Yeah, because instead of me talking, instead of me talking at them, I talked to them like they're normal people. Yeah. And I... So I put myself in their situation, in their shoes, and I just showed them complete love. I reassured them that the ministry, as far as with Christianity, is that Skid Row ministry is true ministry because from my learnings and from everything I've been through, I mean, and as far as like my, my, uh, my, my research in, in biblical history is that Jesus, the man we know as Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, he was actually a poor man. So he was amongst the poor. He was amongst the people that weren't the ideal looking type of person. So I really, I, I, I really assured them that they had a special place uh, right in the bosom of Jesus Christ. So it was, touching to see lives transform. And that particular night on that Friday, the 20th, seven people gave their lives to, they gave their lives to Jesus. And um, it was very touching because it showed me my purpose. It showed me a different purpose. It showed me what my, what my mission is about now. It's not about going into a building with four walls. It's not about driving a Bentley. It's not about wearing gold rings on every finger, about wearing gaiters, about wearing the best of clothes, living in the best of neighborhoods. No, the the message is to get out and get out and basically save those that are unsaved and give those that have no hope or little hope hope. So, that whole experience just was a transformation, not only for those people, but it was a transformation for myself. And it it really touched me and it really uh, showed me that there's more that can be done and there's more that needs to be done. So, right, right. I mean, and then I, I, especially, I especially saw that, I especially saw that from being, you know, uh, from being who I am, everybody know me, know how I am. And for being who I am, and then for being down there, I definitely had a like a, not really a, a 
it was a humbling experience to know that um, even sometimes when you're not in that bracket, you can, you know, like me say it's levels, even though you're not in that bracket, mm-hmm. but there's always somebody living worse than what you're doing. You know, exactly. you can be you're upset. Right. You can be upset at what you have. You can be ungrateful for what you have. But when you look at it, if you got a foundation, and not a not a not a really uh, a physical foundation, you know, I'm speaking metaphorically. So if you got a foundation, four walls and a roof, in any situation, yeah. you in that bracket. You in that bracket. Yeah. And it don't it really nothing else really matters because you're being taken care of either spiritually, you know, or supernaturally, or phys- or, or or naturally here you're being taken care of because yeah. there's other people that ain't even in your bracket. You feel me? And they don't. It's yeah. not because they don't want to be there. It's because they mentally ill. That's what I saw. It was a lot of mental illness going on down there, and especially when they explained to us that it's ninety percent of of African Americans out there, yeah. below the poverty line, way below the poverty line. You feel me? When it's, and then when you go out there, right. and a, lot of, a lot of the people represent people that look like you. You can see yourself. But what's so and, disturbing yeah. to me, this is what I wanted to say, what's so disturbing to me about that whole experience is that we have people that are in the inner city, like we can say Compton, we can say Watts, we can say South Central Los Angeles, we can even say uh, rural areas like the city of uh, Detroit. We can say areas like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And when we look at these particular cities, it's always somebody saying that these are ghettos. Mm-hmm. You have not seen a ghetto until you've been to Skid Row. Huh. That is a true ghetto. Now, I mean, philosophically, if you look up the word ghetto, if you look at the rural areas of Detroit, Los Angeles, South Central, Compton, and Watts, philosophically, those places really aren't ghettos. They really aren't. If you look at history, they're not ghettos. These these particular places that we call the ghetto, these particular places have opportunities. We have social public social services where people can reach out and get all kind of resources. We have low-income housing where people can have a roof over their head. We have job opportunities, even if it's low-income jobs. Uh, I mean, minimum wage jobs. We have all these different opportunities compared to someone that's at Skid Row. Now, someone that's at Skid Row, these people are actually people that live in the ghetto. No hope at all. People have forgot about them. And the reason why I'm saying this, I know it might upset some people, but the reason why I'm saying this is because it's kind of like what you touched on a little bit earlier, Kev. We may think our situation is bad. But there's always someone someone else's situation that's far more worse than ours. And that's what I've seen. And so many people like to complain about the situation that they're currently in, that, that they're doing this and they're doing that. But when I've seen the eyes, looking in the eyes of these people, just looking in their eyes, some of them smiled. And they were smiling, actually, when I was engaging with them. But they were smile, smiling for that brief moment. That brief moment gave them joy. Despite what's going on around them, despite the smell of feces, despite the smell of urine, despite the curb just black and dirty, despite all of the the germs floating around the area, 
despite in one of the, the poorest areas in the city for a liquor store to be there to sell cartons of cigarettes, I mean, not cartons, but a pack of cigarettes for $3 to keep them in the same situation that they're in. Despite them selling shots of alcohol to keep these people down, despite them selling poisonous crack cocaine to keep these people down, and we say that we live in the ghetto and we complain about what we got going on. These people are really far gone. Bishop, let me uh, let me uh, uh, just acknowledge some people on there. We got uh, Jag called in. No, you good? Jag called in. You know, I mean, he's on the computer. Appreciate you uh, for listening in, Jag. One love, and this poet in the shine. He's on the line. We got uh, that's you from South Carolina. We got Louisiana on the line, and we got East Virginia on the line. So, um, mics is open. If anybody want to, you know, step in right quick before, you know, me and the bishop, we can go all night. You feel me? But um, if y'all want to uh, step in and say something, either drop a piece, you know, speak now, forever hold your peace. Yeah, yeah, what it is, bro. Oh, this is FYA? Yeah, yeah, man. I, uh, you know, show love to the yeah. family right quick. Uh, I went on my grind. Oh, yeah, you're on your grind. So if you're on your grind, you want to do something, you want to go ahead and jump, you want to do a piece, you want to debut a piece, we got a couple people on the line, you can do that. Or uh, you want to get in uh, on the conversation with the bishop and not myself, then you can do that or whatever you want to do. It's all, it's all you know, Monday's ours. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, you seen my jump, but uh, we can have another episode on Thursday. Oh, okay. Cool. We can try to work that out. Yeah, oh, no, this, that, this uh, Thursday. This Thursday, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, this, this Thursday, that. okay. Yeah, we're going to do that, no doubt. No. All right, let me see what we I'm going to hit you with a drink that I just did not too long ago. I sent it to you. Let me see if I can find it. All right, it's called We Are the Core. All right. All right, whenever you're ready. Mike is yours. All right, for anybody not familiar with this voice, that's why, a.k.a. Ty, bringing up fresh air to please minds. All right, here we go. We have the core. This ain't about being dope for me. This ain't about being known for me. I mean, if some think I'm dope and some agree by all means, but poetry is my dopamine. The gates to my high and lows, my escape to my psychosis. This ain't no game for me. I don't buy into trends, art, and talent so separately. Born to do this, I can tell you we're adopted by your delivery. Some lovers, some papers, either way, we are so legendary. When they hear our art and the truth, they say we are in the same lane. So we are being reincarnated to hopes that we'll keep this art alive like the Beatles call us the British. We're taking over two times. I do this to the death of me. Poetry and just my therapy. I'm a therapist. Write down her thoughts when she vents. See, I loved her so much and so good she became obsessed won't let me go. She's more than just a bad bitch. She was down for me and still even why I had nothing but her. I'm a starving artist. Food for thought is what I digest. Some of you can't stomach pressure like a belly button. You better be algae and let it sink in that your, heart at, that your hunger and your attitude can sink in. 
we don't do this just for the money. We do then you do it for the sweat of luck. The cast, the name, the fame. We have the core. You're just the skin slightly unique, but you can still be bleached or tan to fit in. We have the brains, the lung, the soul, the heart, the backbone. We are the core. We are the sentence of this poetic world, bringing the heat. Alienated poetry takes us home. Our power has an imagination of this ring of poets. We hold the ultimate technical universe. We are the light and the darkness called the plantains. We are the core. That's why kingdom needs acclamation. That's our piece. Killing it though, the you, you be killing it though, like no doubt. <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Man, too bad you gotta, you know, you gotta jump in the broom closet. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> appreciate you stopping through that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I didn't even like. I saw the, I saw the flyer, but I didn't even read it right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I looked yeah, you like yeah. kind of promoting, and then I saw you jump at the night. So I was like, "Damn, let me go ahead and get it in." You know what I yeah, mean? Nah, See if I can yeah, jump I think, in right quick. Yeah, I think people just were forgetting. I was really just doing it for the tape. You feel me? I wasn't really doing it for people to call in, but people just showed love and they and they called in and they listened in, and I was that's much that's mad respect. Even though we've been off for a minute, we still got you know loyal um, um, friends that still call in, and that's cool. That's my love, straight up. You know, right, uh, we right. try to bring y'all another variety show on Thursday. If I'm, if I'm, you feel me? If, if I'm gonna try to throw something new, brand new, you know, straight out the, you know, straight off the mind piece, skits, hot stuff for y'all on Thursday. I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna promise. I'm gonna try it though. I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try. We're gonna try to bring you back on Thursday. And man, why I got you on the line? Shout out to uh, Queen. You feel me, and King Carey? Oh, for sure, know, yeah, for sure. On their wedding, wedding, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. they did their thing. They on their thing. I know they probably gonna catch the archives of it, so I ain't forgot about you. You know, I don't believe yeah, in the institution, but mad respect to you. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I know yeah. they, you know, what I mean, they've been they've been grinding while yeah. getting ready for that too. So yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, even Definitely. in between that, they've been hitting up. They've been hitting up because they made me feel upset about my uh, grind. You know what I'm saying? I ain't grinding. And they were saying they were really grinding. They grind together on top of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's, yeah. that's the beautiful part, though. But I yeah, yeah, go ahead and uh, get up in here. So you can right, shout yeah. out. You know what it is? Black Hearts, yeah. Regents, Kingdom, yeah, no doubt. Respect the motherfucking crown. All day. All day. Peace. Yeah, uh, Nishan, you up if you want to, if you wanted to drop a piece. If not, you want to just listen. It's all good. Nah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I just I just finished up my blunt. I just uh, I knew you was on some herbals. I knew you was on some herbals. So it's all good. That's why I hit you up right now. We on the same wavelength. Well, I, I just um well I I was I was gonna bring this piece tonight called Opus Focus. Focus. Open for whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, it's on you. All right, I'm going to do this open focus piece. All right. <clears throat> the page. Blatantly adjusted with subtlety, reminiscent of sketches on an artist's canvas, except we know these shapes well. They're symbols, a language, like ancient hieroglyphs. It's tonal, mathematical, perfection in all detail 
the language of the universe, of angels, of God. The sound resonant, augments, diminishes till perfection. A poetic concerto, opus observation of, of chakras, manipulation of seven, five times infinitely, corresponding to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The arrangement sharp, colors flat and fat, so natural as if notated by masses like Jocko, Train, Miles, and Monk. The flow is mythical, yet composed in perfect time, improvisational, secured with a staff, supported by bars, measured for accuracy, the visceral language to be heard, origin and exponential of infinity. Seek I have the scientific equation, geometric solution, solution, resolution to afflictions, and now I breathe it. I breathe surround sound like fish in water. I get booming system drive-by contact high. It's a drug for the disease of life, yet the cure in and of itself is the addiction. Has me under its influence, and I need to get another fix. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love music. Sweet, sweet music. Boundless freedom. Then consumed by its presence, takes my, my body over. The consummation of my affection for music is dance, and this is my opus focus. Whether in three-quarter time, dancing to a waltz while as a youth escort escorting debutante, windows above the world, cotillion floor, I'm no bore because from youth, I've learned how to be a gentleman on the dance floor. Or in four-four time, dancing to the sounds of George Clinton, Parliament, Fungadella, Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee bow wow yippee yo yippee Why must I be like that? Why must I chase the cat? None but the dog in me. Or the flash art reminders while you're fully into the funk. That everybody's got a little light, a little sun. Blame it on the funk. Or maybe dancing tomorrow's day in the time when my dancing was free and and it's all because of something that I didn't learn in school. I'm just cool. Cool. Honey, baby, can't you see? Girl, I'm so cool. Ain't nobody bad like me. Looking cool, but an automatic dancing machine fool. Dancing to jukebox, boombox, beatbox, beat or DJ spinning to bring the old B-boy out of me. Top rocking. Electric boogaloo. Top rocking. Electric worm, too. You know the dance hall is my scene. Jook and jerk, wine and grind. Mashing the dance hall till carnival time. To delightful, carefree Caribbean sounds. Steel time players. Soca calypso reggae. Make my hips, arms, legs, and feet move. The rhythm spills my soul, always on beat, always in time. Mental notations of my consummation, always the best way to let time pass. But the music that moves me most of all is live music. As the artist sounds envelop me, I show my, my synchronicity to sound, my harmony to the melody, my syncopation to the beat, my joyous thrills to the song is complete. I want to dance on moonbeams and get lifted from the sounds of life, colorful, captivating, convincing my 
booty to get moving to get my groove on, dancing in dance hall, dancing on moonbeams, dancing into the bedrooms, use it to get your free thumb with, like listening to print. You took off your dress and I took a peek. Walked on the storm's place, hide and seek. I begged for a kiss and you gave me seven. Our lips touched and it felt like heaven. Everything I want is what she does to me. She doesn't blush cause she's so damn free. When she's making love, it's like surgery. And she says, ooh, ooh, I love you in me. Love making music. Music making love. Making love music. Making music lovers. Loving music makers. I imbibe the sounds I feel and become the vibe. Surround sound stimuli successfully, skillfully sinking psyche to supreme. Move me, sway me, play with me like a tree in the wind. I'll not stop until the sound ends. And when it ends, I've got the soul sweat from brow and body hole, waiting for the next sounds of music that move my soul. And that's that piece. Damn, you already know. Like, um, <clears throat> I'm a fan of yours because um, you cut from a different cloth, like, uh, as far as poets, because you always, you know, you deliver more than just a poem. You deliver, like, a story, a fantasy. You feel me? Some yeah. you could get lost into. Like, uh, when I was listening to your poem right now, you know, you remind me, uh, oh, you're probably not a film buff like I am, you know, but um, you remind me of the jazz singer by um, Al Jolson, starring Al Jolson. So if you mm-hmm. look up Al, yeah, if you look up Al Jolson, you kind of when you deliver your when you deliver your poetry, you remind me of uh, Al Jolson. You, you know, you feel <laughs> me? So, so um, you know, like because you got your, you know, what I'm saying you got your own unique style. Because uh, there's a couple other poets that do it, but they don't do it as prolific as as you do it. So That's you know, cool. my hats off to you. My hats off to you in in constructing. And also presenting, presenting, and uh, constructing your 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 piece right there. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. I mean, the coming from you, that says a lot because you know I'm, I I really dig your stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a real big fan of your work as well. So you know, I mean, I think we, we I think we just you know inspire each other. You know, as as artists to to keep furthering our our craft. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm definitely a a, a prescriber to you know anybody that are a subscriber to anybody that furthers, you know, the advancement of the craft. You know, you can write whatever you want to write, but if it's not wrote, you know, professionally, then it's not really it's not really teaching anybody anything. Like a, a layman or a novice to the, the game can pick up your piece right there and say, if I could write a piece that matches this piece, but it's my own in my own voice, then I'm actually, then when somebody else hears it, they can say, you know, that's art right there. Versus something that's really, you know, not really constructed, doesn't have anywhere, it's not going anywhere, it's just a couple rhyming words. When somebody hears it, they can call holler bull. Who you learn how to, you feel me? Like, yeah. if somebody can hear you, so they get this report and they recording and hear you, and, and then they say, oh, I want to be a poet like that, then they ain't on the right track. You know, the funny thing is, 
I have dreams for some of my poems to become videos um, with music in in the background. I mean, I I mean, this particular piece I want to make into a video, and I, I mean, I, I can just see dancing to different different styles and and, and ha- having having a, a change in the music um, throughout the piece so that to, to match with you know the, the the things that are going on in the piece. I mean that's what I that's why I envision in the video and 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 the music that I want to see um, go to the piece itself. I mean because it's not it's not complete until it's actually completed on stage and completed in 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 in, in production the way I, I envision it. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you all the luck with that. Like seriously, because I can definitely see dig it and see that um and see it like on stage or on TV. I appreciate that. Thank oh yeah, no problem, no problem. If you can stick around, <coughs> excuse me, stick around. But God, I'm about to go down. Excuse me, to Louisiana, see if Louisiana wanna uh spit something. If they don't, you can just hang on, hang around, or if you want to spit something, you can just speak up right now. Louisiana, you on the, you on the mic? Greetings. You talking about me? Two two oh, five. For sure. Huh? For sure. Yeah. Hey y'all. You're the only person in here. You're the only person okay. in Louisiana that matter right now. Beautiful. Hey, this is uh, all that's formerly known as Lady Shanti. I changed the name today. It's now Lady Phoenix. Well, yeah, hey, y'all. I saw it on Facebook. I was like, okay, I'm going to take this as a personal sign and just go ahead on calling because I haven't been on none of this in a minute. So, yeah, I would love to spit something if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's open. Platform is yours. Okay, good. This is an untitled something, and here we go. Every day when I pray to the Most High, I convey my dismay with the way I was shifts in disarray. You see, I stay on the block where the folks be so cliche overused, lacking an original display of anything. They're calling copies, not even good ones. The niggas they choose to mimic are quite sloppy. Here's a side note. When I say nigga, don't get hung up on the color. Though they smile, you could be sitting next to a nigga right now. See, it's a mindset, an attitude, a state of being. It knows no race. It's a way of life one chooses to embrace. Like when I walked across the street to get a smoke from my neighbor, he opened the door with a razor cocaine and a pistol on the table. He gave me one, and I was glad that he had, but I hope that I never have to smoke that bad again. Because now I'm watching grown men pretend to love the youth, but don't give a fuck about them, so they begin to teach them instincts that are animalistic, rather sadistic. But in reality, they're not realistic, because realistically speaking, there's more to life than hood ambition. Some will love you, then hate you, then kill for your position. Every decision that is made ushers them to the grave. Spoke of freedom while alive, only to die as a slave. Who's going to save the two- and three-year-old little black girls in the street? 10 p.m. wandering with no shoes on their feet, I watched. And I waited for a chaperone to come, but there was none. Do you know how hard it is to run through cold streets for men who turn to werewolves at the moon? They lack the light, living darkness. They choose to consume the innocent and ignorant weapons hidden in their pants. They bind their hands, left legless. They don't stand a chance, and I demand to know where the fuck was the mother. Her responsibilities could have been to casualties, but luckily that night what could have been was thwarted. Because another mother stepped in the block is scorching hot, my nigga spirits cold as ice. Respect it if you're 
rootless, mocked if you are nice, the best of everything seems good, but was it ever considered that if you call it, it will answer? Because see, trouble delivers, and I feel shivers up my spine, and I shudder to think of how they'll think if they don't learn to swim. Niggas will be extinct, not only them, their descendants whose only dependence should have been on those around them, their bore their resemblance, not on a system that when built was designed to fail. Like the levees in New Orleans when Katrina raised hell, there's no money here for college because it's used to pay bail, flies in abundance because this block has a very foul smell of stench. And anyone that comes within an inch of, a, of its gate see the table set, but the people sit with nothing on their place, no food for thought, they aren't even aware that they've lived the concrete jungle. They can make it anywhere, though I despair. My soul still finds beauty in the bullshit, hope in the hopeless form of pimps in the pulpit. Those slinging drugs in pursuit of big dollars, driving nice whips, cold hind suits with white collars legitimately, no longer behaving belligerently in daddies, taking on their responsibilities gladly with no pressure from the courts to pay their child support. I see babies, well-mannered, thank yous, and please. See, there is an antidote for this disease. It's called give a damn, give a shit or give a fuck. See, the world ain't going to change just because we wished it luck. Niggas is stuck, and they aren't. Can't be plucked up from the root. Taught lies, completely void of the truth. But the truth is, I can't save them all, but I know I'll save a few of them. They secretly inspire me. They my niggas, and I love them. Amen. Thank you. Thanks. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. You got me speechless. That's a lot. Yeah. Usually I could say usually I could say something about a piece, but ain't nothing I could say after about that piece. Everybody knows what point he was trying to get across because you so eloquently laid it right there on the line. I love the way it was um, it was rhyming because you know you could get you can catch the beat and when you can catch the beat like that. For me personally, when I can catch the beat like that, I'm more in tune with the poem. So I was right on the vibe when you was writing. So you know you definitely touched me with that one. Uh, I definitely appreciate your pen, and I hope to hear more of you. But you said you about to step away, so I I do respect everybody that step away. But don't stay away for long because this is definitely your gift. Oh, I just got back. I just got back. This is my first time in a long time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's, keep yeah. on, keep so, on, keep on coming around because you you definitely are a gifted poet. Absolutely. Thank you so much. No problem. No. So if uh if you could stay, please stay because we're probably gonna open it back up again and do it like a speed round or something. I'm gonna throw something in there real nice. We got one more caller on the line from Southeast Pennsylvania. If you want to speak. You don't hear the steep, you know, do a piece or just say, hey, what's up, Kev? You can do that right now. The platform is yours. Hey, what's up, Kev? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No time, no here. K Space in the building. DSR. <laughs> Fire Inc. Oh, man, Kingdom Meek Radio. I haven't heard, heard y'all in a minute, man. Glad to hear yeah. y'all, man. Yeah, man, I'm back. I'm back. back trying to get back on, trying to get back swinging. Back in the, in, in the groove of things, you know, I was feeling upset. I really didn't like the way we, we was falling off. You know, King and me can't fall off. So I come and I'm taking over. I took over the radio station. I asked for permission to come on to come on these last couple of days. I just been came on while they while they doing their honeymoon thing. They ain't paying attention to me. So I'm just commandeering the radio station and doing what I want to do while they got their heads turned. You feel me? 
I hear you, I hear you, man. Hey, man, well, have fun while you're doing it, man. You yeah. know, and definitely uh, shout out to uh, poor Carrie B and uh, Queen no. over there. Congrats on y'all wedding. You know, I sent uh, love on y'all page already. Definitely. Definitely. That's a big, big, big thing that's going on in the kingdom right now. So shout out to them again, once again, you know, don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got you, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I see you uh, letting people spit them pieces, man. So I'm going to spit this piece, and I'm going to get out your way, man. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I spit this piece in the wild right here. The title of this piece is called The World on Fire. It goes like this. A lot of people saying they're repping their street, their hood. Well, I'm repping me. Call me selfish. But those who are quick to say what they're repping are percentage of who contributing to the community's destruction. Am I considered a role model? I say far from 100%, but given a chance, I'll drop consciousness to enlighten your mind. Dropping rhymes about how many hoes you fucked. Flashing cash saying I make unlimited bucks. Telling these kids that they out of luck. Think about the message that you present. Look at these videos with these stupid challenges what's next rush roulette you're the winner if you survive i'm starting to agree with third world countries as a big percentage of the usa is lazy is idiotic is wasting their lives foreigners laughing watching us wishing the only problem was being bored wait yes i rep my hood by selling drugs smoke my own product and killing ourselves some are quick to pull a race car to get out of jail yes racism does still exist but not involved in every issue Think before you swing your fist, I'm ready to start a war for being this gang wars, yo. You better stay in your lane. Take game, no, he's out of range. Nice chain, dude, look lame. Die, whooped his ass and stole his chain. Other countries, I'm hungry. Stop your car, this road, give me your keys, your money, I want it all. Stand with your family, buy this, the loose and spray. I'm only 11, killing with my AK. New recruits get younger every day as we learn to kill on the first day. Show your loyalty by giving your own parents a spray. I'm deep in debt, but my daughter gotta pay. Now part of human trafficking because a father pissed her life away. Selling people like a bag of chips, who cares as long as I'm rich by the end of the day? Who the fuck? Wanna live this way, DSR, all day, in peace. Fire, always, 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 definitely, <laughs> fire, always. You know what I'm saying? Good, thanks for coming through, dropping that piece on the tape right there, for sure, and just killed it. Hey, no problem, D. Kevin, man, glad to hear you back on the airways, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I gotta make my presence known again. You know, it's time for me to it's time for me to come back right now. You know what I'm saying? Not not stepping back in the poetry game, just coming back to the radio. But you know, I might I might come back with the four five, just like Jordan. You never know. <laughs> hey, I hear you, man. Hey, I'll be in the background, man. Listen, man. All right, peace. All right, we gonna start that. We gonna start that. Uh, that um that uh like speed round fire round whatever you want to do I'm not still nobody's uh uh thing thing right there though but we're gonna start this uh fire round going on but it seems like it's just me Kane Spade and uh Nashawn so if if y'all want to join in go ahead 
speak up now, or if not, just stick in the background. You know, we probably do a couple, a couple rounds. You know, since it's like real uh, homely in here, it's nothing but friends amongst us. So, if Michelle, you want to get in on the fire round, let me know right now. If Kane Spade, you want to get in one more, let me know right now. So we yeah, I'm gonna like get in there. Yeah, I got one more in me. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. I'm gonna go. I'm, we're gonna go. Uh, one, two, and three. Right. You feel me? Uh, Kev first, Deshaun second, and then Kane Spade on the back end. So, uh, about to get the thing started. <laughs> Let's see. What I want to do. Yo, we the people, the victims of the new Babylon caste system. Involuntarily forced into the degradation of financial segregation, we help build the wealth for the privileged 1% of an ungrateful nation. And as we break our backs every day for menial pay, the plutocrats sit on or sit up on Capitol Hill protecting their 40%, hemorrhaging government funds to the 1%, while biasly thumbing their noses at the working classes by biasly refusing to raise the minimum wage. But wait. They say if we don't like who represents our state, we need to vote for change. But what happened the last time we came out in force against Bush to impose our votes? They disenfranchised our votes, further breaking the backs of the working class. But it's time we took the slack out, come together and end the financial apartheid they've imposed on our kind by using Nelson Mandela and South Africa as a model. They broke the backs of a whole murderous, oppressive regime. So let's stand up. Because a monkey of oligarchy cannot ride your backs unless it's played by oppressive slack. So stand up and fight back by doing what they think you can. Standing shoulder to shoulder with your brothers and sisters, no matter their race, religion, or color. And scream for the waters of the Pacific Ocean to the steps of Capitol Hill before your eyeballs pop out of socket. That people come before prophets and peace. To the revelation of love, to the revelation of love, to the revelation of love, to the revelation of love. They raped with a plunger. Abner Luima. Shots fired, shots fired upon Amadou Diallo, Trayvon Martin, and countless others. Because in the eyes of law enforcement, they were deemed undesirable. They were deemed unwanted. They were deemed unworthy. They were deemed marked for abuse and death. The eyes of law enforcement are, are not colorblind. Their eyes discriminately see darkened hues, the hues of the poor and the weak, the ones they feel are most prone to criminal activity just because of how they were born, the black, the brown, the poor, those lacking education, those lacking spiritual revelations, they're keeping their eyes on you to see if you'll step out of place. And if you step out of place, they'll kill you to your face. Police deal with faces of black, brown, poor, uneducated, uneducated with disdain and hate. What makes me even sadder is they, that they daily, we must fight battles to prove that black lives matter, to prove that all lives matter. We don't have to prove a superior race. Centuries before our current technologies, we etched out our proper place as kings, queens, priests, scholars, mathematicians, builders, philosophers, artists of long-forgotten times. The eyes have not forgotten the sight of term is mathematically precise, 
sitting in harmony with the heavenly bodies above. Living from our current storehouse of libraries are the stories of ancient black love. Why should darker-skinned people feel a plight and anguish hurled down by others not our color? Why should poor people feel the, and be the brunt of societal woes? Why do we put more precedence in having and then just being? Why can't we show to one another for the sake that we're here, show respect to one another for the sake that we're all here on this earth being whatever it is that we are, whether rich or poor, white or black, weak or strong, criminal or cop? I grew up during the times of integration in school in full swing, but quickly I, I saw the zoning restrictions would be placed on people based solely upon where you lived and because of the color of your skin was where you lived, the better schools were not zoned for me. So I must break the zone restrictions by any means so I can be a better me. I grew up feeling man was man, woman was woman, no matter the hue or color. Yet continually I see in my, in my eyes the truth. Recently, the LAPD tasered a skid row homeless man while he was loitering with his lady upon the street. The yellow, put down the gun, put down the gun, which he, the video clearly showed he had none. But it didn't stop LAPD from filling five shots to his body from their guns, killing a homeless man dead. His only crime was loitering in L.A. And I watched him restrain his lady friend as he lay dead upon the sidewalk. And all watchers would, and cell phone video recorders showed an absolute abuse of power. Without the gun, these women would be weak and cower. If a price were to be put upon the head of every corrupt police by the streets, justice, seeking street justice, would they, the police, seek peace? When will he have justice and peace for dark-skinned and poor? When will he have justice and peace for all? For this we are all waiting for. The elimination of hate the elimination of discrimination, the elimination of poverty, the elimination of class distinction, the elimin- the re- to the revelation of true peace, the revelation of understanding, the revelation of being, the revelation of truth. To the revelation of love, to the revelation of love, if we knew the true revelation of love, we would not cause injury to our fellow man. We would not have negativity in our heart. We would not have any ideas about wars. Love is what we would live for. Let's open our hearts to the unbelievers so their minds can be opened to the revelation of truth, so their minds can be opened to the revelation of being, so their minds can be opened to the revelation of love. To the revelation of love, to the revelation of love, to the revelation of love, to the revelation of love. And peace. I want to give a shout out to Corporate America. 
forever behind the scenes, pulling the strings. Y'all yelling the government is all bullshit, but who's passing out checks? Money orders, unmarked envelopes full of cash. Got the officials' pockets all lined up under control. Will I disappear from my voice I used to reopen your eyes? Yeah. I agree with the Kevin Smith and Poet Nation. Black lives do matter, but corporate America can't wait to stand back and let us choke. Drowning drugs in your life, sniffing on dope. Black on black walls, what they want. Let's rob more convenience stores down the street from where you live to prove their point. Am I the words of reason sort? No, I'm the guy pointing out what you are thinking, but choose not to accept. Too concerned with your rep. Need to alter your mindset. Expand your concept. Suits in the Dark handing out printed names they say need to be red marked. Let's lay out distractions. Talk so we boldly disappeared out of nowhere. We still don't know what happened. Next to unnamed children's virus, where the hell did it come from? Hold up, they thought we forgot people act like zombies. I mean, was that a virus? Yeah, let's put that on raps. So mean diseases out of nowhere, then mysteriously disappears. They even called insight as the rich buy tickets on a spaceship to find another livable planet. Real talk, this is no joke. Abandon this planet. Leave us, a.k.a. the riffraff here, go fuck up another planet. I wonder, did the riffraff create the pollution that fucked up the ozone? Amber learned no franchise, do you know what you consume? Even the marks I'm starting to hear could be doom and gloom. Let me take a minute and start reading the agreements on the back of what I purchased. Keep one of us made dumb files, they cross their fingers, want us to stop trying to scratch the surface. Don't want us to have purpose. As Dr. King to die for our dreams. Corporate America forever want us to get lost in their schemes. I refuse to become the American fiend. Don't get me wrong, I love the fact that I am a African American. But if we don't continue to see these phantom chains, then corporate America will continue to warp our brains. It is corporate America, DSR, all day in peace. Texas, if you want to get in, fire around, go ahead. What's going on, y'all? This Keith. Oh, my God. This is the perfect way to end this one. Go ahead, bro. I was created here. Born here. My first cry is here. Initially left to die here, but I survived here. Overtaking the job of the undertaker. Born to spit fire, replacing the formula with butane in my bottle. Jet fuel. Get fueled like playing gas, no procrastination, taking off while you're delaying your flight, lying and waiting, you're lying, and waiting on someone to big you up, small potatoes. I eat to live, what's for dinner? I was left to fend for self-survival at a fittest, so what's for dinner? Threw me to the wolves amongst trees and shadows, I returned leading the pack firewood to matches, shadow man. Shadows can cause an eclipse with equipment to flip the script and rip the sun in half. Welcome to the dark side. The sun doesn't shine here. Part-time. A corroborated death sentence. The coagulation of darkness transpired into the maturation of a carcass. Hence, the last of a dying breed. Tried to overly saturate the garden of my shadow, but didn't realize I was a seed. See, I grew here. Up to my ankles and ink like wading through life storms, waterlogged. My pen lily pads like frogs, gray skies, income clouds, a thick fog, no pets, no children, no neighbors walking their dogs, just me, my pen, and a stalled out brain polluted by the smog. This 
This is the dark side. Question. What's the shadow in the shade? What's the real difference between a six foot and a twelve foot grave? Nothing. What do you get when you're playing for a royal flush, but you continuously deal with a handful of shit, and even then you go all in, no bluffing, it's cold here. Feeling the constant heat from cold glares, lukewarm stares that don't amount to nothing. Constant feelings of repugnance to have a fainting foreign idea of what love is. They say being hooked on drugs is one of the same. It fucks with your senses, leaves you feeling defenseless. You can smell it in the air, taste it, take it into your lungs, or take it in vain. Never been vain, but name been taken in vain, but I digress. Well, I guess I'll go now. It's beginning to rain. Welcome to the dark side. Man, what can I, what can I say? You feel me? Y'all just, y'all just murdered it. Like, it got progressively better through the whole cipher. I appreciate everybody coming through, especially Keith coming, Keith coming in at the end and, and just dropping the Hiroshima on the whole thing right there. Because that's what I'm talking about. Like, seriously, that's what I'm talking about. I, I came to do the show just as, like, I might want to, if the real ones come through, I might want to come pick my pen up again. It's definitely, this is why I, being around poets, amongst poets like this, and, and, and being in y'all presence, this presence right here that's on the line right now, being amongst this presence right here, it makes me proud to say that I'm a poet. It's other jokers out there that ain't really taking the game seriously, but y'all take the game 100% seriously. Like, Keith just made me want to pick my pad, and like, real talk, when I get out of here, I got to go, because this is like, real talk, I got the, the blueprint on how to construct a perfect piece from each one of y'all on here right now. Y'all gave me inspiration right now to spit, and that's how it's supposed to be. I'm up. Like, y'all got me amped, like, real talk. This is what I this is what I joined up for, to be amongst people like this. You feel me? Y'all spitting about something. Y'all writing about something. Y'all not out here just just, just, just trying to sell units, trying to move units. Y'all actually out here moving consciousness, and that's what's up. Yeah, I appreciate y'all letting me jump in on that, man. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. You already know. You already know. You're welcome wherever. Thank you, man. Thank you. Just one day, just one day, just let me peek at your notebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's enough. But it's all good. <laughs> you got it, brother. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. Like I said, I appreciate. Definitely appreciate y'all uh, stopping through. Unless y'all got another one in y'all. Yeah, I got another one. Save that, me, as long as you can do it, you know, we got you, brother. Oh, okay. Well, let's get it in there. Let's get it in there. Let's get it in there. So, I don't know. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the young bug in the group, so I'll go again. i go again first. You feel me? Um, Sean, you want to go second again? Yeah. I, I, the, the piece I'm doing um, is a recently written piece, and even though it's somewhat of the erotic nature, it's not really an erotic piece. 
Ali, it's open. It's open, bro. You do what you you do what you feel like doing. Ain't no ain't no ain't no judgments right here. Ain't no judgments right here. We just you got you gotta be hot. <laughs> That's it. You gotta be hot. All right. Yeah, I'm first. The sound second, and then Keith clean up hitter. So <clears throat> here you go. Let's see what I want to do. Game still in on. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to, dang, 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 dang. Y'all just uh, killing it. Y'all make it hard. Y'all make it hard. <clears throat> okay, here we go. In the words of an anonymous former CIA agent, the best advice I can offer the American people is to turn off the TV, end quote. But I didn't come to lecture you about the propaganda that persists on the idiot box, but rather the reality that we don't see on CBS, ABC, NBC, the BBC, or Fox. In the International Criminal Court, the former Pope Benedict XVI was indicted for multiple counts of child trafficking and murder. But to you and me, what was reported on TV was that he was resigning because his mental and physical health was waning. And currently residing in the Vatican under protection, eluding prosecution leads me to one conclusion, that there are just some people that's above the law. But what's the price of innocence? Can you put a dollar sign on that? Well, the Vatican can pay you some hush money, make you sign a non-disclosure, but does the pain and suffering really go away? That's not a question I can honestly answer, only contemplate. And do the victims of these ritualistic, sadistic masses ever look at God or religion in the same way? What if, what if the man who molested our children was given the option to pay in lieu of going to prison? Wouldn't you be mad? Wouldn't you be outraged? Wouldn't you want to start a revolution until the court systems came up with a better solution? Instead, these monsters just get transferred to parishes where no one has ever heard the atrocities hidden behind his biblical word and got the nerve to sit inside the confessional and offer you absolution. you got to be kidding me. When they agents of oppression trying to throw you up under the jail for driving on a suspended L while being black, the game just ain't fair. I ain't telling you what to say or do, but just recognize that the TV is compromised and they messing with your head. But you a human being, and you should be mad as hell. In peace. Temptation. Frustration. Wanting desire to give in. To give in to the full knowledge of what pleases self. Trying to also find out what his current conquest. My voyeuristic tendencies are simple pleasures. Enjoy slow tempo mood setters like scented candles, incense, wine or liquor, ganja, slow tempo reggae like the Honorable Robert Nestamali or smooth cooling of Beres Hammond with the introduction of slow dancing, whining and grinding, Slow, subtle stirring touches, awakens the beast within. Ravenous, hungered, carnivorous, fiend for flesh. If the restraints had not been self-inflicted, self-induced, self-induction of self-control, to reduce the pains this beast might inflict upon another's flesh, he might end up in jail for breaking several laws. So must is a factor to the slow temple progression a slow crescendo towards a fast hand movement in 
and out and in and out, finger-popping, pulsating, panani, within the wetness, within the showy walls, within the rivers of life, and tasting the wetness from licked fingers to fast position changes, gentle touch to start to touch rough, giving central roughneck touch, going around the world in multiple positions, floater, missionary, doggy, girl on top, French fucking, experiencing uninhibited experiments on positions considered dangerous, playing the dominant demanding dictator in light-bodied situations, favorite position, dinner for two, 69. I happen to be a giver and a gifted giver at that, gifted tongue extended to giver of communications, conversing kind of linguistically, voraciously, consuming her savory, salty, sweet elixir, her aphrodisiac liquid, her intoxicating wetness, which induces the inevitable, the swelling, the elongation, the erection, veins popping, one-eyed monster. Penal poses perpendicularly post-playful pictures in her mind, and she proceeds, the knob slobber, Buffing the club, cleaning the royal penis. She's Dick Tracy, the DT queen, skilled at deep throat. I've become the recipient of long fellatio play, causing concluding commencement, sensually satisfying seductive sensationally, the long-awaited release. Freak fantasy finality finally releases the froth, the cream, the seedlings. The wasting of future offspring followed, consumed, circumventing conception. I know it's fucked up. The seeds which were intended to bring forth new generations of poetics never to come to fruition. The intended purpose of copulation has been circumvented and become an addiction of an affliction of sensation proportions. But I'm a sinner. It's probably going to sin again. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Things I don't understand. But I understand why even after release of bodily secretion, I'm left with emptiness. Because his actions had no love involved. Except love of sex. But the emotional connection wasn't present within our trist of fornication, our freak fest fantasy, leaving me wanting more than the cycle of finding a partner, seeing if said partner is fuckworthy, fuck-receptive, fucking with it, setting my sights low, not high, to the base bastard making action circumvented. But my soul creates more than just skin-to-skin sensation. My soul screams for love and peace. We, the lost symbols, speak encrypted codes, ancient wisdom, valuable gifts of gold, language barriers. We knocked them down and buried them. The reasons we weren't allowed to learn and read, we carried them. Carried them. In a genius mind frame. Play wordplay on words like crosswords while so-called teachers play mind games, minds framed. 
Paint pictures like Da Vinci Code so only we understand that we know. The combination cracked and encrypted in the poem as pristine, as beautiful as the Sistine Chapel touched up by Michelangelo. We move mountains. Mental holding the proof of youth fountains, ink wells that spill details of hidden agenda. We found them. Can't silence us. Lethal weapons wearing Dan Glover's no silences. Making a mockery of this debauchery in this wonderfully defined system that loves to dictate. When we eat, drink, the way that we act and the way that we think, we guarantee to produce royal pains the way we go against grains, but we can't be blamed. You woke up like this. DNA installations. They say every poet has a screw loose, so we were born corrupt like this. Mama always said that I was a little touched, so I touched like this. The apprentice of a printer posterizing your propaganda, exposing real truth to circumstances going through the proper channels. We the lost symbols, speaking cryptic codes, ancient wisdom, valuable like gifts of gold. Man, I was perfect. That cryptic call was perfect to uh, to end this. this. Man, we did y'all thing. Y'all all did y'all thing. Much respect, you know. <clears throat> you know, much respect. You know, I, I'm like mouth open every time. You know, yeah. I ain't no secret. Ain't no secret right now. Though, like real talk, real talk. You know. <laughs> I got a couple favorite, you know, poets that I, I love to hear, though. You feel me? Um, and no, this is no BS at all. Keeps you, like, in the top five, you know. And I, I'm talking about poets like James Baldwin and, and you feel me? Like that. Because the way when you, when you spit your pieces or even when you write your pieces, it's like you have love. If it's about a love, you you express your love, your the emotion of love. If it's about anger, you express your anger. If it's about angst, you express your angst. So all emotion is right there in your pieces, and that's what it is. That's what poetry is about: unconditional love. And you lay it out in all your pieces. That's why you and my, you know, what I'm saying you one of the greatest. Thank you, brother. I'm humbled, man. I really appreciate that. No doubt. All respect will respect is due. You feel me, John? You you know I love your storytelling, but this this is my man's right here. Like real talk, <laughs> real talk. No doubt, definitely, definitely. Like, it's nothing I can ever say. Nothing you could ever say if I wanted to know books pieces. Like real talk, it's nothing I can ever say. I've heard you for a long time, and there's not an ill word that I could ever spit about any of your pieces that you can't do with. I've heard you spit. I've heard other people heard told me that you spit somewhere else. You feel me? They're always dope. They always come with the same passion, and then each one is better, considerably better than the last one. So I already know how you get down when you approach your piece, and that's mad respect for the consummate professional. One hundred. I respect, brother. I appreciate you for real. No doubt, no doubt. And I, I respect. I appreciate y'all coming through. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to hold y'all up no more. I appreciate y'all uh, doing the two rounds with me. And uh, till we get together again, I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace. Peace.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.